0: what's up everybody it's tommy on the emg podcast you're listening to another special edition spotlight interview this time with executive event host maddie g i'm interviewing him on his current thoughts of covid 19
1: weddings you're listening to the emg podcast with your hosts maddie g and tom gambuzo
0: In typical Maddie fashion, I'm going to start things off with an all right, all right, all right. Maddie, what is up, my man? How you doing, Tommy? It's nice to be back, brother. Good. I'm so pumped to interview because uh, something that I think everybody listening needs to know about Maddie he's he's one of like the quickest thinkers that I know. Like, because <laughs> we were talking about this before. we were like, do you you want to go over a pre-show? Do you want to you want to do like some notes? Do you want to uh, know what I'm asking you and stuff? And we both said no. So Maddie has no idea what I'm going to ask him today. Um, but just to, to, to set the stage here a little bit. Um, w- so Maddie being one of our executive event hosts does one of the highest volumes of weddings and events here at EMG. Right. So I only, I thought it was, uh, it, I thought it was, would be pretty cool to pick his brain on some of the things that he's, that he's seen, um, throughout the past seven, eight months as you know, where events are starting to trickle back in. um, but basically, I think to, to also let couples know, coming at you know, rounding out the year of 2020, what couples in 2021 can potentially look forward to. So, um, hopefully, we can give you some insight today, Maddie. You are you, uh, you ready to give the, the people some juice? Let's do it, baby. The juice is loose. Apple, orange, where, where are we going? I, mean, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. As long as there's pulp. There, <laughs> I need a little texture. Um, okay, so let us start things off. I'm gonna I'm gonna do um why don't you set us up, Maddie? Like give the people some insight as to we we went home on March, I want to say it was 14, 15, Four, yeah, like right? Yep,
1: that, that's my date, yeah.
0: Okay. So guidelines have been in place since then. They've you know, mm-hmm. they've loosened, they've tightened, we've had a whole bunch of things in a fluid fashion. How many uh, let, let's talk weddings specifically. How many weddings would you say you have done since then?
1: Uh, I'd have to say, uh, I'm just under that double digit mark. I'd say, I'd say I'm rounding right up around. I'll probably finish out 2020 at, We'll we'll call it 10 just to be safe. Okay. So, so I've done enough to get a feel, but not so many that, uh, it's normalized again yet. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, and if you, um, will listen to anything that we do here, you know, that that is a very atypical number, especially, especially for Maddie, because he's somebody that's out, you know, two to three times a weekend, just cranking it out. Right. So, um, number one, how, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about that? I mean, DJing is something you've said that you've always wanted to do. You were born to do this. DJing is all you've ever wanted to do. Um, so how personally, how are you feeling with, uh, you know, that number?
1: Oh, that, that number, that number is killing me. Um, you know, one of the restrictions that came through didn't have anything to do with the pandemic. It had to do with licensing fees. Um, Instagram, uh, Facebook, social media in general, shut down our ability to DJ for audiences. Me not being able to play music for people is like, I liken it to the people I see with oxygen tanks; they can still breathe. It just—it's a struggle, you know. Yeah. Not—not uh, not playing music for a live crowd is ho- when when I'm not DJing a wedding for Elegant Music Group, I'm generally filling up my calendar not because I have to, but because I want to with bar gigs and things of the such. I love to be in front of people playing music.
0: And I I want to make something very clear. Obviously there are financial implications for this for for everybody in the wedding industry. Sure. But for somebody uh specifically like Maddie, he is uh, someone who literally enjoys the craft more than anybody that I know. So to to have that upended, I can I can see that being um you know, for all of us it's been it's been a certain struggle. But for let's transition a little bit for the, for the, uh, let's call it just under double digits, right? Mm -hmm. What is, what is your current temperature? Because I know when this first hit, um, you were personally very concerned and I think you are, you know, one of, uh, the people that I know that are still remaining as strict as possible with like, you know, either quarantining or staying home as much as you can and not exposing yourself to outside crowds. So, you know, what has your personal comfort level
1: been going out to these events? Uh, It's quite a roller coaster, actually. You know, there are some events where I feel that because of the situation or the location that I am completely taken care of, everything's fine, and I go out with kind of an open mind. And there are others where I'm going to a place where I'm not too sure about their procedures or their requirements. And going into said day, I'm a little bit more on the nervous side. Uh, I don't have a static answer for that because I've been playing – for for the few weddings that I've done, they've been all over the place. You know, um, I've done everything from basically a restaurant patio where it was a small family gathering. It was 18 people outside on a patio out in front of a restaurant all the way through private events with large numbers before the outdoor gathering, um, number came down before that restriction came into place. So my level of comfort has definitely been up and down okay
0: so for those moments maybe um maybe you could think of one of two off the top of your head for the moments that uh maybe you went in you thought um that comfort level might have been a little bit more up to your you know your standards Mm -hmm. have you have you had to do anything specifically to pivot to make yourself a little bit more comfortable in those situations
1: um no not not to toot the horn of the company but one of the things that's nice is when this first became a real thing uh you and I actually sat down with a friend of ours to do an interview about an upcoming upscale bridal showcase yep. mm-hmm. that ended up getting canceled and we were kind of on the fence about what was going to happen
0: i remember telling her
1: to have it yeah and we yeah. were going to be there i was like ah, just just do it yep <laughs> cuz we didn't know anything about this um it was Almost immediately that you, Mike, and Mike started coming up with the protocols, the safety procedures, and the company policies. One of the first things I remember coming forward was, this is how we're going to keep you safe, and this is how you're going to keep our clients safe. So one of the things that was nice with my comfort level was no matter where I was going, I could always lean on compass company policy. You guys really took care of us with that. Um, immediately you guys put together uh, grab bags for us with uh, branded masks so that way if there were photo opportunities or whatnot we still kept you know in in style um, the medical masks hand sanitizer spray sanitizer I mean there was everything across the board so my level of comfort going into some of the places that I knew had their own protocols in place was almost at 100% because of what we had already put into place.
0: So it was kind of like a secondary line of defense just in case uh, the, the, you know wherever you were wasn't up to, to snuff. A-
1: absolutely. And, and I've had a lot of clients that are not only receptive to, but a lot of times it was their idea that they had told their guests and their friends and everything else like, hey, guys, uh, we're not going to do requests. Or they got their requests in early. You know, they sent out a questionnaire, an email. Hey, are you still going to be able to make it? We understand if you can't. Obviously, it's a global pandemic. And if you are going to come, do you have any requests? And then those requests came to me earlier. So I had a lot of couples that were doing their part to keep me socially distant. You know, we have that front board that goes in front of our gear that keeps everything looking pretty. But at the same point, that almost became a barrier of safety during this.
0: Oh, absolutely, and you know, I—I'm sure you would have experienced this. I'm—I'm I'm sure every—not um, every event that you've done since this has all started have uh, provided you with those uh, uh, pre-event requests, so you knew what they were going in. How have you handled requests in person? Have people respected your distance? Have uh, there been some that have been a little questionable? Where how, how have you handled those?
1: Um, without stating when it was, there was actually one wedding where I self quarantined afterwards, even from my wife, uh, and then went and got myself tested there. There were situations that I was put into that made me exceptionally uncomfortable. Um, but for the most part, I'd say well over 51%, but you know, more than 51%. Um, when people would approach the DJ area, If I wasn't wearing my mask at that moment, because behind the board, we don't necessarily all the time, if we're talking with our assistant, if we're game planning, if we're getting something going. But most people, if they saw me put my mask on as they approached, would then do the same. Also, we would step off more to the side as opposed to them trying to shout to me from in front of the speaker. So we would still keep social distancing. Um, There were a couple weddings where, you know, people get a little bit of alcohol in them and their inhibitions oh, come down. And I had a couple of people where, um, I, there, there was one in particular where the groom noticed that, that his father was just on me. Just, just song after song request, trying to give me hugs. Everything was great. It was a beautiful situation. If it was any other time in our history, I would have loved to have become friends with his dad, but he came over and he's like, Hey, we're kind of in the middle of a pandemic. Why don't you stay six feet from the DJ?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it always presents some awkward situations because like you said, Maddie, like we, we want to embrace those moments like more than anything, you know, and more than anyone. Um, you know, Maddie, you do, uh, what I've been, I think one of the things I'm most interested in is you do, we all do, but you do specifically a lot of events with, uh, live musicians too, whether that Mm -hmm. be for like, you know, ceremony and cocktail or playing along with you at the reception, right? Give the people, I know we're, you know, primarily our two jobs, is, you know, the craft of DJing and hosting, you know, we don't play live music, but we do have a lot of people that we work with on our roster in those capacities. So have you any, have you seen any, you know, either outlandish things or, um, you know, surprising things when it comes to, because when, when it comes to live music, the interaction tends to be a little bit more heightened than what we can do from behind, uh, you know, a front board, right? So take like a sax player for a reception, for example, it's not, it's not atypical for that sax player to go out into the crowd and, and play along with them under normal circumstances, right? So has there been anything that you've seen where um, our musicians have had to take extra precautions or, you know, uh, you know their comfort levels, anything out of the ordinary?
1: Um, yes and no. I haven't played with too many musicians uh, hybrid style. As a matter of fact, I have one coming up where I'm working with a vocalist That's that's coming up very shortly. But prior to this, the only interaction I've had with our musicians is either for ceremony or cocktail. Okay. Um, the things that I have seen are basic requests. Like you had said, they wish to have their own area. They wish to be as far away as possible. And I have noticed that with the exception of somebody who actually uses their mouth to play their instrument, like you would said, a sax player or a trumpet or something like that. Um, across the boards, they all kind of just want to wear their mask do their job and not be crowded. I think, I think the thing that I've seen is they're not showpieces; they're performers. You know, usually when somebody plays along with us, they're a showpiece as well as a musician. I've seen more of the ceremony and cocktail, where they do want to be respected as though they were another person at the party who was uncomfortable with the social climate. Um, the The people have still played they've still been absolutely wonderful and they have definitely added. Like I said, I've been to a couple of ceremonies where we've had musicians and some cocktail hours where it definitely made it. One of the things that I did notice is that the live musician for the cocktail hour was a much bigger hit when it was a smaller crowd. you know, when we were doing those 250, 300 person weddings, the musician for cocktail hour was a great thing, but a lot of times it was an afterthought, whereas when I've been doing weddings with 15 to 20 to 50 people tops, they're more of a focal point. People are paying a little bit more attention. They're sitting at their tables, plated appetizers are coming their way, and people are watching and paying attention to the musician as though he's a focal point.
0: On that front, Maddie, I, that actually leads right into my next question. Is um, Do you see any... Uh, you know, alternative entertainment options coming in 2021 or the near future,
1: outside of say what we already do or what uh is requested of us. I, I would have to say 100% across the boards, 100%. Um, I think that if people are going to stick with their four to six hour standard timetable—a four-hour reception, an hour cocktail, an hour ceremony—I feel that with the minimalist dancing the social distancing and the possibility of having to stay at your tables the whole time. An outside entertainer is going to be a thing. I feel that we as DJs and even Mike and Mike as band leaders and and live band people. We're going to be MCs as much as we are musicians. I feel that what used to seem like it would be something for a bar about mitzvah or maybe a 50th birthday party is going to make its way into the wedding scene where you might have a 30 minute performance from a dancer. You know, we we've had belly dancers and things like that in the past. I can see these becoming more and more uh, commonplace as well as musicians. I'm sorry, magicians, comedians, things like that. If you're going to have a four hour party where you kind of need to stay at your tables and there might not be as much dancing, the need for another form of alternative entertainment, I think is going to take over and become a thing. If people don't want to shorten their experience, then they're going to have to fill said time with something else and
0: now that doesn't necessarily mean i w- I would anticipate that most of that would um, would gear towards uh live performers, but you can also yep. do that with the aid of technology too, whether that be like screens and interactive stuff that way absolutely uh, you know so i I'm, I'm on board with you Maddie. I think that i don't know exactly what that looks like i I would say I would agree with you in terms of. I think it would lean a little heavier in the live music department, mm-hmm. the live uh, entertainer department, but we'll, I guess we'll, we'll wait and see.
1: That, that being said too, I mean, this is just a little sidebar, but I've also noticed where there were people that either A, couldn't be there in person or B, weren't comfortable using somebody else's equipment, no matter how safe we are with it. I've seen an awful lot of people that have gotten either a projector screen or a television, and people have re-re- uh, sorry previously recorded their speeches, even those who are in attendance. Yeah. So they get a chance yeah. to sit down, bang out the speech the way they want to do it, put it on a drive, hand it to us, and we run said speech at the proper time, but without the messiness of somebody handing someone else a microphone or standing up from a table and speaking to a group of people. So no. I, think you're, yeah. I think you're right. The live aspect is there, but technology is definitely going to play a part this year.
0: You know, it's uh, and look, it's it's a it's a wait and see game. I think um, you know, in every downturn, there's a there's a, a cause for creativity, and uh, I think that's where what we're in the middle of right now. Maddie, I'm gonna I'm gonna round this out with two last questions for you. All right. Um, kind of like polar opposites. All right, what uh, of what you've seen? Because we one of the things we preach here most is is transparency. Right. Mm-hmm. Very much so. What do you think? It has been if anything has been the most surprising to
1: you throughout all this the couples that i've dealt with there's there's always outliers you know there, there's in the diagrams of things there's always those two dots at the very top and two dots at the very bottom and then everybody else kind of falls into the middle. clusters yep um i have found that so many of my couples are just so fortunate to have or or feel so fortunate it's not that they are fortunate it's that they they're so appreciative that's a much better yes. word they're yes. so appreciative of us following through and staying on topic it would be very easy and i know from talking to some of my couples that a lot of other vendors have fallen off you know their company is still in business they're still trying to sell but they're not following up on the back end the thing that i've noticed is how appreciative the couples are that we're there it's, I, it's a phrase I used when I interviewed you. It's something I, I make fun of Joey all the time for. It's just a little joke. But a lot of them are, hey, man, we're just happy to be here.
0: Yeah, happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, I, I, replying to an email in a, in a timely fashion goes a very long way. You know, uh, just, just being accessible goes a very long way. And you're if you're staying
1: right. at home... If you're doing your thing, if you're not traveling to the office or going to the gym or having dinner in a restaurant, like once or twice a day, open up. Your- Nobody's going to get mad if it takes you five or six hours to get back to them. But don't let them sweat for two days, man. Just open your emails. They're on your Just phone. Let's open it up.
0: Get get back to people, you know? Um, okay. So on a positive note, let's end on a positive note, Maddie.
1: Yeah. Let's go out high, baby.
0: Um, so what, what are you most optimistic about coming into 2021 and beyond? What are, what are some, like, let's hit some people with some good things that they can look forward to if their wedding is either coming up or it's in the near
1: future. People are starting to normal out the people. Now the the restrictions, the things, those will always be in effect. We're going to go through a roller coaster with that. Restrictions will loosen and people will go a little bit crazy and then they'll tighten back up again. We'll get the vaccine or we won't. But here's the thing. When your event happens, the people that RSVP, yes, are just ready to have a good time, no matter what it is. I think the day of the Debbie Downer showing up to your wedding and bringing their personal BS with them is a thing of the past. I think that people have learned to grasp and enjoy what they're grasping and enjoying and live more in the moment. I think in 2021 and beyond, when these kinds of gatherings happen, people are going to be very, very appreciative of the fact that they're A, included, B, able to attend, and C, important enough that you're going to include them in whatever the restriction is. If it's 50 people, if it's 100 people, if it's 1,000 people, the fact that they were included is going to be enough for them to bring a good vibe to your day.
0: I am so happy you said that because I feel the same exact way. And I, I up to this point until you saying that because we had like we said at the top of the show we didn't talk about this ahead of time. No, Um, you know it's always interesting to know if you're on an island feeling that way. You know what I mean? Because it's it's a very easy time in life to be pessimistic, and I'm Mm -hmm. glad we both have that that optimistic out. outlook so uh with that maddie thank you so much that uh that insight has been super super helpful we hope that um we've shed some light here on especially for the couples that are upcoming early 2021 and and you know like i said in the in the distant future um that's it maddie thank you again for for an awesome interview that was uh that was awesome thank you Th- thanks for having me Tom. all right later
1: you can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at Elegant Music Group.